put uh, Mark Sadness in the text. I thought it was hilarious. I thought she was going because somebody oh, sent an email like this is the second Friday in a row. <laughs> yeah, I think that was Doc. Uh, I think I think that's I think that's Doc that sent that email, and he was hot. I was like, man, I but you know what though, dog, I'll be hot too if I woke up at five in the morning. Like that's the cost of that five o'clock run they don't talk about, which is when them niggas be lying, you get your ass up at four something. You get your ass. You get your ass up before something. Drive all the way over there, <laughs> and then don't nobody show up, bro. You know how hot I would be after they all said we gonna be there. Right, I ain't force y'all niggas to lie to me. You know, I uh went up there to ball Wednesday, no Thursday. You know what I'm saying? Because I was like, oh yeah, I'm a. I had my whole week planned out. Like, oh, I ball on Thursday. Da da da. Man, I got my ass up there, bro. Gym clothes for some type of renovation. Like we fixing the divider, we check fixing the rims, blah blah. blah. I'm like, fuck. Turn around, went home, man. Came home, cooked dinner for. I mean, cooked lunch for Karen and uh, just you know, just chilled or whatever. I'm surprised they didn't. Cause I know they'll post a little sign on the window right before you walk in. But did they have like any notice? Like other they had a notice. I just forgot. Oh, okay. like they had to notice up there for like a week. I just I don't know how I blanked on that shit. I think it's because I didn't play Wednesday, so like I seen it Tuesday, and then I, oh they'll be closed Thursday, and I just didn't put it. It didn't get real in my mind until I was up there at the damn door again. Like oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's nah. That that can throw your whole chi off when you um, show up, right? And nobody's there, especially after they promised to be there though right like when they be like no i'm in like they like, they, they started the whole email list they started the whole email list for that purpose of them you know not have so they won't ever have not have enough i read that shit this morning i was laughing i mean i shouldn't be laughing because you know it's uh it sucks when it happens but it was, it was funny, funny. damn damn Look, last was, week it automatically muted the mic <laughs> and right. this week it won't stay muted i think it's your computer oh uh, but it was just funny when they went through all that shit uh to you know what I'm saying to get some people there and it's actually like the second friday in a row they said this happened so i know I, it's that's... really about to be uh, <laughs> like it's about to be even less people next friday probably they ain't doing shit i mean they should get up and go that's what i don't understand how do you get 20 and then just get six like I don't understand the math of all those people at the same time decided like not even 10 not even half of them people was like well i'm gonna play and especially when we've seen it get up to 30 right and i know just a few months ago right before the holiday they was hitting 25 Mm -hmm. like 27 you know what i'm saying (laughs) and i wonder if it's because um i wonder if it's because of march madness maybe I don't know, cause last week at the the Morrison wine, we didn't get enough. Oh, y'all, I plotted my revenge on these niggas, and they did not show up. <laughs> Me and Justin and Damon, this big dude, a little kid, can't remember who else was in it. Some white dude. We all ended up playing twenty one for like three or four games, and then going home. Oh, and Jimmy. Damon's Damon's friend <laughs> Damon friends with the strip club coupons. <laughs> we played ball with them at twenty one. We just played twenty one half court. 
because we could we kept get we got up to like eight but we didn't get 10 and i'm like man if ray and adam would have showed up we would at least had 10 like it, ugh, it sucked y'all i really wanted revenge on them niggas and none of them showed up like it wasn't even just like one or two of them didn't show up none of them showed up so i, I was a waste of a morning like i say a waste of a morning but i actually got to hang out with my friends make jokes shoot shoot 21 it was some exercise it was fun it was funny but you know it's funny how what they say man uh man plans and guys last it's funny right i made all them plots on getting them niggas back and showed up with my boys and then well with damon justin was like 45 minutes late so he wouldn't have been no help anyway in the plan and uh we still didn't get to play them motherfuckers man you was on fire saturday too and talking the most shit that's how i knew you was ready for reviews man because rod took it out on everybody else though <laughs> that was Man, he was like, "Get your ass out my face, you broke ass son of a bitch!" And your mama breath stank. It smelled like the sewer. I was like, "I mean, good morning to you too." I mean, damn. I was so mad, man. I came ready. To, I was ready for revenge. <laughs> What's funny is I didn't even feel like I didn't even shoot that well. I never even tied my shoes. I just was like waiting, hoping they'll come in. Like I was still reserving energy. <laughs> the whole like we played like four games of twenty one. I still was reserving energy. Like. Nah, they might come in. So I'm gonna I'm take it. Like, y'all got it? Yo, that big dude, though? Yo, he had, he was nice. <laughs> now, see, that's how Murph tricked me that first day I saw Murph. Mm. And then <laughs> you, you saw what happened there. But that big dude was tall as fuck. He just seemed like he played ball like a long time ago. Yep. And then just like let himself go or something. Maybe he got injured or something and put on some weight. So you would think, like, oh, yeah, this this dude can't play no ball. But he knew how to use that weight, boy. <laughs> like, he even did me a few times. Like, he'll bump me off with that weight and be like, yep, easy bank. It was, I, so, I wasn't – it wasn't the size. It was the fact that he stayed consistent so effortlessly. Yeah. And that's when I was like, oh, he can – it looks like it so effortlessly. to me, the reason I bring up the size is because it's the difference between being big and knowing how to use being big. True. You know what I'm saying? Like, Murph is big, but he don't know how to use it. Like, he just big. That dude was, he was using it. Like, he'll be like, oh, shoulder lean. (laughs) So you can't block it. And I'm just going up real easy with the offhand. And I mean, he was killing with that shit. Light work. Light work. And he had a J. And then he went back and was like, oh, y'all want these threes too? I got you. And he was like six, what, six, seven easy. Yo, I had to play real defense on him more than a few times. <laughs> like, I didn't want to go out there because I was like, I'm going to have to work. You know what I'm saying? Because I, cause I, you know, I don't like to go out there in 21 and just stand next to the nigga and let him shoot over you. Mm-hmm. And he was the type that would hit that shot. So, you know, like, some people you can kind of clown with them and then they'll come out there and you be like, ah, oh. like, if you, when you came out on me, I'll just be like, ah, oh, I'm just going to throwing up some bullshit because, uh you either gonna foul me or i'm gonna end up making a joke mm-hmm. or something like you know what i'm saying but with him he was taking it serious like he didn't it was no like jokes to it you know what i'm saying like like when you came out there i still got my shoes untied so i'm like <laughs> i'm not gonna hit no crossovers i'm just i gotta figure a way to like get this nigga off of me without you know uh 
without trying to make it too strenuous and these shoes don't have no grip no, like one yeah. time i slid out there and i was like oh be careful now yeah <laughs> remember you got the you got the wrong shoes though <laughs> so i uh so yeah i would come out there bro i'll play hard defense on him and that's the only time he'll miss if i play like any level of bush like if i play 50 percent defense it was wet Yo, how much money does that Y have? Cause they got three gyms. They got three fucking gyms. Mm-hmm. They got a fucking little ice hockey rink on the outside. Um, cause they was when we was leaving, it was a bunch of dudes showing up in their pads to play ice hockey outside. You know what's crazy is the Harris Y got the same amount of money, if not more. It's the most richest Y in, in, in uh, America. Still can't get no kids gym. <laughs> and they built that? a whole fucking new team center i thought it would at least be a gym in there take them little motherfuckers over there <laughs> nope nope let them little motherfuckers hang out on the other court and then their parents get mad and make us stop playing because they got two whole tracks like right. they don't just got the one track like the other that's what the problem is mm. they take one of them got their outdoor fields and put a gym right there they got mm-hmm. two outdoor fields now that i think about it just wasting the space the worst bro you can't um, even go down there on that side it's dangerous but yeah i think i only got to play ball tuesday this week but uh it was fun i played good um you know it's just it's just better i just feel good being able to shoot again like it's it just i'm not taking it for granted this time because <laughs> when i was off last year i was just like uh i don't know when it's gonna come back but it should but i don't i think maybe get hurt made me have to concentrate on my shot more or something i don't know mm-hmm. why it's going in now but or just that break so that dude with the wilson basketball that like was yellow like a uh tennis yeah. ball he was like they play on sundays and during the week that's what he said evening. he said sunday afternoon which is when i normally do this podcast yeah but i thought about going out there on a sunday afternoon so i thought you started at 10 on sundays well it depends right when it's football we were starting at 10 so we could be done by one and watch football but we don't really watch football as religiously as we used to you know mm. shout out to cap because i stand with cap um, <laughs> so um since i since we don't really watch football religiously it's like well, we start when we feel like it like it we might start it oh i'm sorry we might start at like um um you know 10 10 we might start at you know uh one we might start at three in the afternoon shit you know might not do a show so we just been taking sunday afternoons like we go out to get something to eat or we'll um you know i'm saying like lazily start the show whenever we feel like it so that's why i haven't even gone out there to play ball i mean even when i heard it was one i was like i mean i I still could see myself being like i'm gonna just keep doing the show you know yeah so i might spend some time with your girl i might start going out there on sundays let me know if you do like that was the other thing nobody said they was going well so. the next day i knew i already had plans otherwise i would have went i just wanted y'all to know and then this weekend you know i'm working but next right. weekend i'm thinking about going well yeah well let me know when you make that for sure and yeah. uh if, if so then i'll be out there man especially since um i had committed to going during the weekend like in the evenings because i'll right. be looking at the week and i'll be like i could go play ball or i could go home and play this game yeah ball game right yeah. one i gotta change clothes and do a bunch of other shit welcome to my to world to prepare 
It's, I've noticed. Uh, we gotta go to commercial real quick. We'll be right back, guys. Niggas only. It took him 12 years to get the gig in this joint. <laughs> now he's been headlining for 25. Okay, solid. Might right. be time for something new. That sounds pretty good. Maybe tomorrow you come in and play something with us. All right? So when he heard what he heard that night, he knew. For every king an heir, for every king a crown. Crown Royal. Please drink responsibly. Welcome back to Niggas Only, guys. Uh, we're just talking about basketball. Uh, Justin, so what were you saying? You gonna um, go out there next Sunday? Think you think? Yeah, potentially. I'll go out there next Sunday. Because, uh, especially if I'm not going during the week, I realize... I have a lot less laundry that I have to do <laughs> when I'm not playing basketball. Yeah. Cause it really is three outfits that day. The mm-hmm. one you wore, what you played ball in, and then after you shower, what else? You, the other outfits you put back on. Right. That's three in one day. If mm-hmm. nigga, you playing multiple times a week, woo. Yeah, I know. I do all the laundry around here, so I know about the load. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'll be like, like when I play ball, I'll be like, well, that's another two, three days <laughs> of laundry, you know, a couple more loads. When I don't play ball, it's lightweight on the house because, you know, that extra workout outfit isn't in there. And I normally try to grab, like, a shirt, that's a T-shirt that's already dirty to play in. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I don't. I'll be like, no, nah, I want a <laughs> right. fresh shirt to play in, and then I'm throwing on another shirt on top of that right. when I get ready to leave because you got to have your dry shirt. Right. So it's... Y'all don't see y'all don't understand because you know y'all, well maybe not this group, but y'all know people like this. They show up to the gym musty, and you be like, "Good God, did you? <laughs> what did you get into last night?" Right. And then they go on to the next stop because after we played, Jimmy was like, "We should go get uh, mimosas," and I was like, "Niggas, no, it's um, I just playing playing ball." <laughs> I why, don't, why would I do that? I don't want to go get something to drink. Hey, ma'am, uh, Miss Lady, ma'am, can you come stay, say, serve this table of stank niggas? <laughs> no, I don't want to hang out with stanking dudes after I play basketball. Like, I would like to go home, clean up, like, relax, and then go out somewhere with my wife, who does not smell like niggas that just finished playing basketball. <laughs> like, get up and go to a bar or something. Um... And we supposed no, no, that's what Damon want to do is go get wings next okay. Sunday. But we ain't never sitting up to see. That's what happened last time. Mm-hmm. We was like, cool, we'll get up. And then I was like, make sure you send the text though. Right. Uh, so he talking this Sunday or next no, Sunday? No, next, the next. Okay. The next cool, weekend. Cool, cool. Yeah, I might could do that. Yeah, this uh, Sunday I think I'm supposed to record with Bossy. And then Saturday I'm supposed to record with uh, Allegra and Mariano. So then... Yeah, I, I think next next weekend, I think I'm going to my brother's house Saturday, but Sunday I should be good. Because I told him, even uh, if we do this weekend, just at 3.30, like this. Uh, it depends, like I said, because I have to see what time Bossy want to record. I mean, I could, I think I could do it, but we got to do This Is Us recaps for two weeks. So, But uh, other than, yeah, I mean, shoot me a text or something. Let me know, you know, if y'all decide something. Yeah trying to get out the house more do more shit you know he said more he said yeah like you stay um i mean get out the house with people okay you know because like i go i do a, i'm a loner by nature like i can do a lot of shit by myself i'm not really a, uh which is funny you know what i'm saying because karen like though does a lot of stuff with me but 
like if she didn't want to come it would like it wouldn't change anything for me like I, I like doing stuff for myself i went to uh target i saw mkg in line uh like yesterday or the day before i would not recognize him in line i did not recognize him in line either <laughs> this brother that, this brother that worked at target was so hype he was like like i had my headphones in he walked by he said something to him. he's like i don't know i was like i looked at him like is he talking to me and then he stopped he, he walked over to me i saw i took my headphone out, i said what's up bro he said no that is i said no and i figured he was an nba player because every time i run into an nba player in public they always on their phone they always like dressed a certain way he's not as tall as you would think like he only seemed like he was about six four six five you know marvin williams didn't seem that tall yeah at so person either yeah. and i was shocked but he was he was also with his daughter i was like i'm not about to um be like Can See, I yeah it? i don't interrupt famous people either like i'm not i'm not that kind of person really <laughs> um I, i'm not saying i don't understand but it's not in me you know what i'm saying because i'm on some like if i see you minding your business <laughs> then right. why why would i make it about me all of a he's sudden because at, i'm around he's not at the table signing autographs and yeah day. hey man can i get a picture you know what i'm saying like just for me personally that's just not my way right um uh and then it's weird being on the other side of that sometimes when somebody recognizes you and it's like i hope you know what i'm saying like i like me personally i'm like if they leave me alone that's good you know what i'm saying they come over that's cool too but now we got i gotta worry if they're gonna be one of the people that push you too far or what you know what i mean um mm-hmm. so and that's a tiny tiny scale compared to an nba player so i didn't mind taking that photo with you as a fan of the day i was like you know what you're, yeah. you're a fan I, I like you i didn't mind taking that photo. that was the only reason i thought about asking <laughs> for a picture was to be like me with a fan <laughs> but i but i did i did i was like ah, I would, i'm not gonna do that <laughs> so for that shit that might be the new wave i, I mean that's why I'm, I'm, I'm on now that's what I'm on. that might be the new wave just you know you pictures with other celebrities to be like me with a fan right other celebrities <laughs> um so yeah it, it was funny though because a uh, dude came up to me he said hey man it's my kid girl chris he said just like that he sounded like that cop in atlanta where he's noticed paper boy he said it's my kill kill it's my kid gear coast i said oh we're cool man he was like he looked at me like he, he wanted more from me like i was supposed to be like oh shit what now like it's <laughs> eight in the morning in target well he also was hitting you with the like we both black we should know who michael kid yeah I, kn- is. I knew who he was but like dog i didn't want to say it to him but he's sorry <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's not like it was Kimba. Kimba. <laughs> like if it was Kimba, i'd be like oh my my nigga like please don't leave man please I'm sorry <laughs> okay i do whatever it takes brother but um nah it was like mkg i'm like that's cool you know what i'm saying and so um like he dapped me up and then he walked away i put my headphone back i was about to put my headphone back in this nigga came back again he said hey mkg and then my kid girl comes turn around like hey, he's still on the phone he's like what's up man he was like oh man all right what and then walked <laughs> off i was like that made that dude's day bro it did mkg vine whatever the fuck he got from target at eight in the morning <laughs> on a thursday made that niggas week bro i mean so on the one hand mkg need to be a little more appreciative to somebody recognize him but i mean because he's been here for a few years injured most of the time yeah but it's like that thing when you basketball player i guarantee you it's just like 
bro i just want to go i'm going to target at eight o'clock on a thursday because nobody be in there like he just want to do something normal because i'm sure that you know he get it you know there's there's areas for that like if he want to be spotted like he go to the club then everybody like oh it's mkg up in this bitch you know what i mean if he what it made me think about because i'm on like episode two or three Mm-hmm. Uh, that um, the Detroit mayor, uh, Kwame, nigga, Kwame and made me think about him at the club. <laughs> nigga, Kwame was getting it in. <laughs> Kwame was getting it in, was homie. It? Well, he, they started out with his daddy. Well, they, I mean, they briefly talked about Kwame, but then they pivoted to his dad real quick. Mm-hmm. Talking about the damn, I mean, you know, you know. now hold on, Hold on, we coming right back on Niggas Only, guys. Niggas Only, where the niggas is talking. We'll be right back. We got another commercial coming up real quick. We're going to get into Kwame Kilpatrick after the break. Niggas Only. You know why Louisiana food is the best food in the world? Because we're slow cooking. You heard the man. Well, slow cooking's about to pay off fast with some deliciously good deals on my amazing Popeye's chicken. How good? I'm talking four pieces for only $5 good. You heard me. Four for $5 good. Or ten pieces and all this for 20 good. I'm talking, ooh, now I'm hungry good. Deals like this are why you don't just like Popeye's. You love that chicken for Popeye's. All right, we back, y'all. Niggas only. Uh, talking about Kwame Kilpatrick. Uh, so you you started watch, listening to uh, Crime Town Season 2 on Spotify? Yes, uh, and I didn't start from the very, very beginning. I skipped right to the Kwame section because, you know, why am I going to listen to all the other shit about the other mayors? I don't really care that much about Detroit. It's, right. <laughs> that's, that's the only people from the area that um, care that much. Uh, but th- they started with Kwame briefly, and mm-hmm. then they pivoted, like, early in the episode. I think the first episode was actually about old girl that um, found about the SAS unit. That be, was killing black dudes on the street. You said um, the first first episode. The first episode of okay. season two yeah. was a black woman who was a lab tech who uh, she got. They had SAS, which is crazy stats at SAS. I had never heard of these two acronyms, but apparently it was a police like response group for violent crimes in Detroit, like during the sixties and shit. And they would basically set up stings by pretending to be like marks on the street like and then when a black person would rob them they would kill them and shit and so she um <clears throat> got the evidence to prove that they actually murdered a dude one night um in cold blood like it had nothing to do with nothing with the police like he hit he but they bumped cars or something on the highway and one officer got out and basically killed him then they planted a fake knife on the dude <laughs> and it was like yeah he came at us with a knife and we killed him um and then she figured out through forensic evidence that he had a special type of cat with certain cat hairs like it was a, a siamese cat like some rare cat that people so don't somebody have. was actually doing their job in the lab a black woman and she like and they tried to like get, intimidate her they had to get her a security detail because that's how dirty the police was <laughs> they was threatening her like why are you doing this to one of our own and he had killed like a bunch of niggas by then, like six or seven people. He had killed. Um, <laughs> it was but, like having more than coffee. Bro, it was like Dirty Harry. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, how in the movies you be like, wait, in a it can't be a movie where a cop can kill seven people and still be on the force. Like we see how people react after one police shooting. It's like you need PTSD training. Get off the off the all out of the um, streets. You gotta get on the desk duty. Yep. Um, like this nigga they was killing niggas routinely bruh and he never felt and they was interviewing him 
as an old man at the same time they interviewed her as an old woman and bruh his interview was like and like yeah i killed them niggas and i couldn't believe that's what i couldn't believe that these niggas was really on on the mic just talking reckless about how they was living they but that's what i think i did notice is like they focused on detroit and i was like reading the synopsis uh each uh, episode nigga detroit that's a shady ass place why were y'all why do y'all live there like crime town <laughs> for what like yeah. leave immediately the next time I mean, do you live there or do you get stuck there Nigga, did you hear the once you get four wheels and a, <laughs> and a I mean, bus pass cause you heard how you, you, you stand up like you heard how once they got the black mayor like white flight just kicked in <laughs> like imagine that bro like just immediate white flight of like we get a black mayor for the first time ever and then all the white people decide we leaving the city <laughs> like that will fuck up a city like you can never really recover from that you know um not to mention man, car manufacturing jobs and all that stuff gone like it's just i mean i think people got stuck there i don't think it was a matter of like oh i'm i'm sticking it out i'm I, this is fine like now nah, it was like what the fuck i'm supposed to do now i remember watching this on uh, documentary one time it's, oh, it's over 10 years ago talking about how like they left and mm-hmm. it's really no public transportation in the other areas around detroit mm-hmm and that's where a lot of the poor black people live even poorer than detroit is in the little outside counties and they have to walk like 10 15 miles to get to a spot where they can catch the bus that will commute them on into detroit mm. and then like that's you know another hour on uh, ride and then today minimum wage job to just go to and another you got job. and you got Kwame Kilpatrick presenting the first balanced budget ever or whatever and the balanced budget cut all the fucking infrastructure so now you know what I'm saying niggas ain't getting their garbage picked up wife riding around in the navigator though <laughs> listen $24,999 and of I, navigator. Said, I said navigator is that cheap up there <laughs> you know they paid some cash or something on the side somebody said look uh, what we want to do is get this to a number where we don't got to report it <laughs> to the city council for them to approve it and we're gonna get it to this number one way or another mm-hmm. how how you want to make this happen right but yeah he cut a lot of infrastructure to balance the budget but that also meant you know emergency services ain't coming to your house in 40 minutes it's gonna take 40 <laughs> minutes that better not be too much of an emergency you know what i mean so i i can't even imagine living there like it's so that's not it sounded so like fucking scary and then for this nigga to be balling on him <laughs> bruh like i was just the savage stupidity of it all bruh it was just i, I just could not believe he was bought like nigga they it, got a name the things, for the mayor's house yeah 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 what was the name <laughs> M- M- Manev, something yeah. i don't know but but here's my thing the manigault i don't know right. but my thing is this of all the cities to be balling on him he had the biggest security force of all the mayors in America. <laughs> he already six four. He got niggas bigger than him. Guard him. Oh, Manugian. Yeah, the Manugian. Thanks, TPS. Bruh, I did not understand. Like, cause I, when, when he got taken down, I didn't pay that much attention, to be honest. I like, I, the only thing I knew was like, oh, he had an affair and he lied about it, but I still didn't know how he ended up in jail that long. 
you know what i'm saying which i was like did he sell drugs he killed somebody oh well you <laughs> hey, know well ain't, according ain't my city to, according to him they always had it out for him he, he never had a chance yeah he didn't do nothing wrong targeting him because he's a black man black a dark skin black man with an earring in his ear yeah a dark skin black man how you got to the point where he ran for re-election against the light-skinned dude yet no but that's right when i met okay. when, he, when he was talking to his wife and it was like i lost the ring at the skating rink uh who the fuck take this ring off at skate ring bro and i had everybody looking for it and we couldn't find it so right. i just and that was the start of like my marriage decline it was not right. having that ring it was like the power that kept he, us together he was already cheating hey <laughs> listen yo uh one last thing his side chick though nigga yeah when she talked about the purchase of that uh the purchase of that navigator mm-hmm. all the other stuff she was like you know in hindsight we could have did better mm-hmm. you know we thought it was this thing they was gonna did, be that justin they didn't know about the freedom of information Act. <laughs> they did though you niggers you niggers <laughs> what are you they doing did. in this office but she called her she called the purchase of the car stupid she said now that was just dumb yeah all, all the things we did that was the dumbest right because right. it was for the wife for the so wife because so you know she had to go in extra hard because it was for the wife. I was and, like, bro, they did that shit to the penny underneath motherfucking five thousand. <laughs> i said y'all dumbasses don't know that's suspicious <laughs> they didn't know about freedom of information the press called up they're like we need this information we ain't giving y'all nothing uh you have to <laughs> legally under the freedom of information act with submitting a request don't tell them shit they had two reporters on him bruh and he was still out here doing shit knowing that he got two reporters following his he every was move ba- bruh here's the thing he was balling on them white people too <laughs> see he just looked at it like i'm the mayor of black city and so my black constituents will see me in a na- navigator see my wife in a navigator see me with my security detail and be like there go the mayor the mayor of blackness you know the mm-hmm. the choice i can be i can be young and look what i can do too one america's hip-hop mayor they're gonna look up to me and a pillar pillar <laughs> right earring <laughs> in my ear glistening on these bitches they act like i'm out here in dreads i'm like they see me with, they don't care about they see that. me in the club with my hoes and they judging but that like he thought it was like some balling shit but he didn't realize these white people was sitting out there mad as fuck like bro this nigga done cut all the services to the city you better get your ass to work you right. know how we feel about you lazy big lip negroes but i don't even like that's the thing though it's like of his takedown i would say like on a hundred percent scale it's only like 20 percent racism oh yeah he was- like he didn't even like when i like the way he set it up of course <laughs> like every black man who goes down he turned it into it's a lynching when he said it i was like no, no it's too early come on right, now. come on come now on. come on now cop Kwame ain't even got that bad yet come on now they just write negative like they you had a fight because you had strippers at the house right come on man just let that go yeah yeah right they mad because i got an earring it was like and he was like the earring was stupid you know i should have took it out my, my mom was right i'm like that's not why you went down though <laughs> nigga you were doing stupid shit it wasn't just you didn't have the right suits so i knew i was gonna like this right because at first i was like eh, i don't care about like that nigga right but i knew i was gonna like it when he started out saying and i went home i got on my knees and i said if the bible if god tells me that i'm gonna be mayor this is a sign and i went home and got on my knees and opened up the bible it took me to job 
2013, Job, you know, this job, J-O-B, I knew it was a sign. It talked about being a king of the people and leading the people as a young man that they elected him as a young man. The elders came to him. I said, so that's a sign. I went and told my wife. I was like, nigga, why? That's how I know you lying. Right now, I really, love at, that at 2 interv- in the morning after leaving the club. That's I, what you did. I love that after they played that audio, two minutes later, they interviewed that black woman, Councilman, <laughs> and she was not feeling his shit at all. She said, well, I knew he was a liar. Because <laughs> who makes up a story like that? You looked in the Bible, and the Bible told you to run for mayor? Like, it's just, it's just something out of a, like, out of a book, a movie. I was like, yes, because he said that bullshit story, and I was like, oh, he did all this. <laughs> right? It's, it's really before they tell you about his crimes. What's, I was like, whatever happened, whatever he say he did, he did it. What's that? What they said that story? I said, oh, really? He is a scammer and a legend. I don't trust <laughs> no nigga that tell me the Bible told them to do something. I don't trust none of them. I was supposed to believe anything else you said. I went home and got on my knees and said, God. Just give me a sign. And I flip my pap I flip my Bible open <laughs> to a random passage on a random page. And it said exactly what I needed to do. I'm like, yeah, okay, nigga. He was gonna make any passage work. He was like, Thou should not covet your neighbor's wife. Oh no, no, not that page, not that page. I'm, I'm gonna be coveting. Uh let's see what else they got out here. <laughs> they had this uh motherfucking college professor teaching motherfucking politics mm-hmm. right political science to a group of kids you know community college right. group of kids and they like bitch we know kwame you want me to call him mayor right please i just had a drink with him last night okay mm-hmm. and we was chopping it up about how they need to get down do something for the poor neighborhoods, they need to goddamn get some goddamn hood housing through mm-hmm. here, something to help us out. And he was like, he gonna make that happen. You want me to call him mayor? He Kwame to me. Mama name him Kwame. I'm gonna call him Kwame. Niggas loved Kwame. The one, well, the ones that loved him loved him. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> yeah. like the thing that that would kill me too was like, oh wait, you ain't got far enough. You up it the Negroes. How you got? How they played the testimony of them lying on the stand and shit. Not yet. They, this is okay. still. This is still what they showing wanna, him. I don't want to spoil certain stuff for you, so I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you get to it on your own. But there's just certain stuff in here where they like break down, like they when they talked about the affair, and they interview her a lot because you know she got out of prison was like I'm gonna be transparent. I'm talking to everybody, you know. I still want to hear them phone calls from my show, but <laughs> you know she was like trying to handle it, you know, bro. When they talked to her about the affair versus him it's like night and day bro like she was in love when he sound i imagine him sounding like his daddy when his daddy talked about the affairs of him cheating on his wife it was like you know i you know i helped her with her campaign but you know it was the stress of it all mm-hmm. you know it had a few uh things that happened that daddy just, ain't shit then they ain't gonna be shit you know that's just, that's just what it is he said a couple things happened in the relationship just right. made it go south a couple of like, things well, like what, what kind of things it's like well you know i had a few affairs right what, a few affairs how many just five six, six a few you, you know, know. <laughs> like, who, can't keep count <laughs> who, like who keeps up with that kind of stuff <laughs> i mean i wasn't counting i was just fucking them i was like this ah oh, come on come yeah, on yeah but yeah this, when they when they break down kwame you know uh kilpatrick versus like the mistress that you know the whole affair like she worked with him and all that shit 
bro she sounded like she was in love with, like she like she would have risked it all like if he would have came to her in the middle of this like end of the campaign and been like let's just leave our families she sounded like she would have been like let's do it yep and when they talked to him about it he just sound like i mean i was fucking a lot of women <laughs> i mean i'm up in the club fucking bitches i'm just i'm at you know i'm going to the dnc i'm fucking bitches i'm just fucking bitches okay <laughs> like i mean i fucked her in the office i fucked cheryl Ann right. in the office i mean which one of them did not fuck okay it's the only reason i she, hired women. and she clearly like you could tell from the way she talked about it, she had no idea <laughs> she thought it was them she thought they were together you know what i'm saying <laughs> how, did, how did he keep it all so quiet because how she do you worked keep, on the campaign how does she not know because how do you tell somebody who's cheating with the mayor to be like i'm not gonna tell all my friends that i just fucked the mayor oh i guarantee people was talking but hey here's the thing though i like i want to feel bad for christine you can't though but you can't feel bad for christine. <laughs> you can't because christine more than any <laughs> of the other mistresses was close to his wife yep so she know what kind of nigga he is she watch him play with his kids and hold his wife hands at campaign events <laughs> and know she gonna fuck him later i have no sympathy for that just sit like there getting you moist. Dumb, you dummy you complete dumbass to think right. this nigga love you she said they get moist watching him be a family man that's what i want from right him. i want him to be the father of my kids but what kind that. of man and she had kids and a family <laughs> what kind of fucking man Two girls too like you ain't know this nigga was a monster like nothing like he had to break it off with you it, he had to come to you and be like we need to break this off bruh just and you got on the stairs and lied for this dummy this dummy who doesn't know how to keep his grifting a secret hundreds of thousands of dollars in this nigga's bank account not nan receipt i will say this that one reporter did say look in the grand scheme of how much the city budget is several billion that love $25,000 purchase it really is a drop in the bucket right but when you got a city where he firing people that's somebody's job that she riding around in Bruh, she he fired somebody because they start asking questions <laughs> i said this how you get caught nigga he fired internal affairs right director that had been there 20 years the talking one motherfucker some, that's trying about, to keep people we, safe from the police we technically didn't fire him we just moved his position <laughs> he was, that's an appointment position uh we still maintain we did not fire him <laughs> i'm like nigga you fired him so you just go back down to the position you already had before that position <laughs> so i'm like so that's a significant pay decrease and a demotion <laughs> right but it's not a firing <laughs> get the fuck out of my face just like y'all deserve to lose <laughs> he said this i think i want to say that's one that stopped it was right when he said when they was questioning him about it he said i'm gonna give my official statement right about this uh but they had already yeah <laughs> and i was like yeah and y'all gonna i said and that's why y'all lost in court because you know them niggas already they was looking into y'all was letting them know it was more shit there by acting stupid <laughs> yep by the way miss smart said he sent kwame sent somebody over in the airport one time to her like uh like a whole scout to see see what was up with her damn kwame uh, kwame was out here i man. mean he do got good taste though yeah i know hey, <laughs> i look. will say he got you know what i'm saying because i met tvs at uh right right you get you. get your building money fun together fellas okay because right. you're gonna need a motherfucking building right. to get a that's, woman that's like. how that's how you get that's how you get got <laughs> okay 
TPS had you out here half broke. She is also from Detroit, so you know right. it's it's her game, DNA. Game recognized game. <laughs> game recognized game. And we're gonna recognize game, we come right back on niggas only. <laughs> niggas only, y'all. We, we we kicking it real quick. Hey neighbor. Come on in. We're Bojangles and we've <laughs> me, been making famous chicken and biscuits okay. since nineteen seventy seven. What smells so good? Famous chicken and biscuits. We don't just make famous chicken and biscuits. We make famous chicken and biscuits all day long. Chicken and biscuits. <laughs> Swing by and taste what made us famous. We're Bojangles. It's nice to meet you. Head to Bojangles to get our world-famous chicken made from scratch biscuits, fixins, and tea. Bojangles, it's bow time. That's hey. right. We back on Niggas Only. Niggas Only, the only TV show sponsored by multiple chicken uh, advertisers. <laughs> I will say this. And at Bojangles, you can't show up at 8 in the morning and be like, where is my motherfucking chicken wine Mm-hmm. I want bone in chicken, okay? That my see, I've always done the opposite. Is I show up in the afternoon and be like, I would like an egg and cheese sandwich. <laughs> they, they, got they got it. Like, they got it. They got. I don't know how, but they got it. Everybody else had to cut shit off. They be like, we got you. They been doing <laughs> breakfast all day. Like McDonald's talking about. We now we got breakfast all day. Bojangles like nigga, we been had breakfast all day. Want <laughs> to go to y'all for breakfast? That ain't the, shit. The they cook. won't cut one of these biscuits in half and throw a piece of chicken in there. <laughs> Fuck out of here. They paying for it. But uh yeah man that 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 whole podcast series is great man. I listened to another one called Shattered, the White Boy Rick story. So they they slipped that in on me and I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm, Yeah, baby. see I skipped it when it was in the I skipped all the promotional shit in those like It's smart though. It, it's so smart cuz you that's how you get I mean I did go back and listen. I just wanted to listen to it completely. I didn't want to listen to a chapter. But bruh, the gang, one of the gangs that was like the dude married to the mayor uh mayor's niece that's a big part of the white boy rick shattered thing and so you get a little touch of it in uh in this bro white boy rick you be like yo that was some dangerous ass killing ass niggas so they snuck like two or three minutes so i was like wait this is not pivoting back to kwame i thought this was about to be about some kid that was like yeah and this kid saw everything right like like every time we talked to the dad the dad would look to the son and be like well what's this so we right. realized the son was the one with all the information. I was like, "Then and this one, they they let you know like it was about White Boy Rick." And I was like, "Wait, this so this not the kid that brought down Kwame? I want to hear this not right now." Oh, I totally understand. But like I said, um, I went ahead and listened to that series. It was so fucking it's, good. It in sounded context. good. Yeah, in context of what the story they were telling, and yo, White Boy Rick on some other shit too, because like. I thought he was just a dude that got a bad rep. He was like the youngest informant in the United States history and uh they used him and afterwards he ended up in prison. Man, white boy Rick just couldn't stay out the game, bro. <laughs> like he dog, after the mayor's niece, um, her husband went to jail with partially cause white boy Rick's inf- informant on him, right? Dog, why did white boy Rick start fucking that girl that woman? Why not? Like, white boy Rick was only like 16. And he was fucking a grown ass woman. By the way, she was fine as shit. But she was fucking a grown ass, he was fucking a grown ass woman. And he started moving weight. Like, weight, weight. Like, yeah. going to Miami and getting bricks weight. Why not? It's not no why not shit, nigga. <laughs> got it's, do. I already got a day job. But it's, it's my part time. My part time is selling drugs to the community. My thing is, it's not just a why not. It's more like a like, but why though? You know, it's like, because this thing was like, oh, I was informing. And then like, you know what I'm saying? They, they went to jail and they never texted me and told me to stop doing selling drugs. 
but they did stop calling me to get information so i kept selling drugs i'm like okay but then you kind of like he keeps making himself sound innocent but it's like but you also start moving weight nick like yeah you did like you weren't just hemmed up in the system and they gave him on the job training they said look this is what we want you to do for us can you do it it's like an internship yo he got shot too by one of them niggas who thought he was a snitch oh like he i didn't know that he got shot like they still kept informing bruh (laughs) out (laughs) so because he went to the hospital and when he got out like he didn't tell the police he didn't know the police didn't come like you know try to he like barely survived because like the dude wasn't even gonna call the cop, the, poli- the uh, ambulance to take her to the hospital. Like the dude's girlfriend just happened to come in at, at that time and be like, "What? What y'all do to Rick? You know, what I'm saying call the, you know, call the uh, ambulance." They said it was an accident, blah blah. So since he nothing happened with the police at that time, it went to like, "Oh, well, he a made man. Like he definitely down with us because he could have went to the police. He could have." And so that's actually how he got the most information to put them niggas in jail i you shot me you know what i no longer want to hang out with you niggas i no longer want to associate with you niggas sir i am out of the I, drug game <laughs> this here's, job. My, here's my resignation <laughs> right all that shit you can keep it okay i'm leaving i'm done if i see you i'm gonna assume we shoot at each other because you shot me the last time sir how, how am i supposed to think different i would like to submit a formal termination of contract <laughs> Uh, this is a two week notice that I am out of the drug game, effective immediately. Per my last email. Right. I don't CC all the drug game. Like, they also had them funny ass, they had them funny ass good gang names too, though. It reminded me of that Rugrats game in prison. Like, it was like the good time kids. I was like, yo, the good time kids was killing niggas. Like, whatever the name of it. Like, it was some like the happy boys. So, question though, now, they call him white boy rick and when i see it it made because I, I never saw the movie right it didn't, i didn't either but it makes me think he the only white dude hanging out with a bunch of other people of color was he the only white dude or yeah, yeah. okay i just wanted to i wanted to confirm it i mean that's why i call him white boy rick now nah, we do well that's why i wanted to confirm it come to a basketball court first now, white boy that's the white boy you got the white boy so he was the white boy that hung out with them but yeah man it was just wild though because like that story was so like it's just a little footnote in the detroit crime town story but then you listen to white boy rick and it's like yo this nigga was moving major weight fucking the baddest bitch in the drug game fucked his homies like wife basically like because they didn't get divorced right away when he was in prison so he was fucking so it was like the streets was on him like this nigga is flagrant and then they tried to kill him like more than once like he he just happened to get away from a um like a drive-by they put a hit out on rick what was rick's level of education like was he high really school meant to do not this? even not even graduate high school like this sound like he this is what he was really meant this was his calling yeah i mean listen to it you'll see i mean well see that's the thing though he got caught so fast i can't even say that <laughs> i didn't say like, he was good like, at it nah because it's a but different thing to me to when you say something is somebody's calling it's like oh because they preternaturally good at it like 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 when i played basketball with my my cousin anthony and we went mm-hmm. to the park and he was the one that could hit on the double rims with a rubber ball and the rest of us as much basketball as we played was not fucking with anthony it was like yo is my 12 year old cousin leading all the people on this basketball court in points every game huh maybe he's special rick wasn't that 
like he wasn't a savant at this shit <laughs> he you gotta consider he was an informant because he already had got busted like he was an informant <laughs> from from day one basically i thought his dad was the one because the snippet don't show like it's just like yeah, you the gotta, part why i stopped yeah. listening like it started out with his dad like they was talking to his dad but i actually watched it so yeah, yeah it's not that so it's also dope how they tie all these stories about detroit together mm-hmm. um to be like especially when they lead it back to like this early mayor like they talked about him i didn't listen to it but i could tell like oh so they talking about his dirt mm-hmm. and how it leads to kwame's dirt and like all these stories and connect. what i like the most about these true crime podcasts is they actually examine the guilt of the party involved like uh i tried watching uh the case for adnan syed on hbo Mm -hmm. which is basically like serial part two or whatever or undisclosed part two and i couldn't get through it man because it's so biasly about getting this man out of prison as if he did nothing wrong and it's impossible that he could have done this shit and it's a bunch of like let's talk to his friends let's interview his high school classmates let's talk to his family and i'm like you trying to like soften me against the dude so i'll be like well he couldn't have done it he says he didn't do it and his family is like he's a good boy but and then they leave out all the stuff that incriminated him that was in like either serial um of course they didn't want to discuss it in undisclosed and it's something done by like his family friend his team of lawyers so it's so biasedly it makes me biased against him because it's so blatantly like mm-hmm. we gonna just ignore all the shit like there was a letter that she wrote to break up with him and at the bottom of the letter he wrote i'm gonna kill they don't talk about it in the documentary like <laughs> how can you not talk about it he that's part of the reason he in jail you know there's an eyewitness and it's this black kid jay like they will actually like make it seem like he might have did it because he said that he did he said that adnan did it i'm like jay got even less motive less opportunity less evidence that he did the shit like if it's so cut and dry that adnan did not do the shit and somebody else did then how come there's less evidence on them how come there's no dna no fibers no, like there's just no evidence that puts anyone else at the scene other than this motherfucker right um and and so like i like that these like shattered you know they t- they got a season one which is about these kids called black fridays these kids that went disappeared they got disappeared by their father mm-hmm. and um i like that they examine his guilt you know what i'm saying i like that they examine uh at least the preponderance that he may have done it because right. they they actually in court of law that dude has not been proven that he actually murdered his kids or anything like that it's only proven that he i think he got convicted of like entrapment or something because he did have the kids he uh, did something illegally they know he did something. but they couldn't get them for murder because they don't even know if the kids are dead like they've never found the bodies they've never they if the kids are alive they've never been spotted and that's the thing out from watching any of these crime shows and documenting when they don't have nobody and you don't admit guilt right free me my nigga free me so for me you know what i'm saying and 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 that's my thing with adnan too though i can i can recognize he may have had a shit trial you know what i'm saying like i'm not so hardcore that i'm like he did it and i don't care how they got him they got him i'm like nah he did it in my opinion 
i can't think of anyone else that had more of an opportunity or motive and less of a alibi because he just stayed being like i don't know where i was i don't remember anything from that day i don't remember <laughs> everybody else like yeah i remember that day we hung out at the house and he was over there and he don't i don't remember what happened i, I smoked some weed uh i'm like okay cool so you smoked some weed so that made your memory faulty but everybody else smoked weed and they remember what happened that night so what like what's up you know what i mean he the only one no alibi don't remember nothing and it was so crazy because they interview him in the documentaries and they let his word stand they don't do anything to contradict his word to be like well people say he went to the library that day they said he needed a ride from hay in his car because he said his car was breaking down he let jay borrow his car and his phone and his phone uh you know like it was just wild shit like that i turned around because i couldn't find my phone it fell out my pocket i forget what motherfucking khakis on don't shit stay in your pocket right (laughs) but but you know my whole point is like anything that exonerate that implicates him they basically don't want to talk about anything that could possibly exonerate him they it's all kinds of suspicion and speculation so though it's shattered and with the crime time crime town i just love how they be like yeah man um this is the evidence that he did the shit this is what he says that he didn't do it and this is what the witnesses say and they just do it over and over and over and i'm like that's a better formula than just he said it so he innocent now let's go out and prove that he didn't do it like fuck that shit now what i can't decide is if they being shady or not is when they um play the beeps and be like this is beeps. correctional this call what yeah because they did on atlanta monster and i was like yeah it's like i'm tired of hearing the beeps can you just skip past that like it's fresh it's taking i like the beeps because they like foreshadowing to let you know that this nigga's in prison so as you going along it's like okay each chapter is like a mystery because they telling you like a crime and something he did but then they also telling you like and he didn't get in serious trouble for this and so it's like so what the fuck was it because he in prison right like so i actually liked it because it kept it made me actually finish listening to it because i kept thinking like okay so he did this and then he got okay so he probably in jail for blank see what the difference too is on this one they don't announce like and we're interviewing him from prison and atlanta monster they kept telling you like yo and we interviewed him from prison with this or Mm -hmm. during the phone call so then i don't need to hit a beep because you keep saying it Mm. you keep beeping it like just just pick one like i don't okay all right that's very it got to be yeah it didn't bother me i couldn't decide if they was trying to be shady or if it was like oh we doing this because we really want to emphasize like this is the struggle uh interviewing him and currently like yeah this is i his think well i think with atlanta monster that's a like i feel like you've been a little hard on it because the dude did talk about the struggle of have like what the process was even talk to him and how fucked up it like it was kind of examination too on just incarceration in the prison system and like how hard it is to even fight your case from inside so i didn't feel to me it didn't feel like he was being like this criminal and and i get trying to show authenticity of like look this is like this is unedited yeah um this is what we have well not just that but also like i said the constraints of the prison system of you only get to talk to these people for a short amount of time uh how abruptly rude the system cuts you off it's like you have 10 seconds basically and then they got to say goodbye you know and i i don't know i like that because more about our for-profit prison system really needs to be out there in the public for people to know like if your loved one go there man it's hard to stay in contact like and 
contact is one of the ways that it's one of the few mitigating factors from recidivism oh definitely it's so having support while in prison yeah so like that's some real shit so i like when they put it in there because i think it's easy for us on the outside to be like prison you go to time out and mm. then you come back out and you get things better it's like nah it's hard to even talk to a motherfucker for 20 minutes in prison you know you interviewing like the uh shattered like the pressure in season one of them interviewing um the other dude not white boy rick but the dude that did things with his kid mm-hmm. bruh like because he was kind of a not willing participant at times like he was very like because like he did that shit and so his thing was like i don't want i'm trying to always find out what y'all know and try to at the same time make myself look innocent but at the same time make myself gloat for in front of my wife that i that i did something with these kids and i won't tell her what it's like he was like he was a fucking mastermind bro and he and he would use that system to avoid the truth like he'll be like uh beep, well i can't call y'all back right now i'm gonna just uh wait and uh we'll talk another time or something so, but when he when he thought he could get some information out of him oh, i'll call you let me go inside real quick i'm gonna call you back from the other phone i'm like yo the game is so tricky with these fucking phones and shit bro i like that shit and i wonder if he making other people get off they call like nope phone check like it's yeah i don't know if he he didn't well see that dude was in iso isolation so it didn't even sound like he was uh oh it, some intimidating like ass pop. dude yeah like yeah. it was like i think the phones might be in general pop but it wasn't on some he we isolating him because he's so scary it was like we have to isolate him partially because um he uh uh he he i think because he he those kid murders or that he's accused of doing it wasn't very popular in the jail and so it was mm-hmm. like we got to keep him away from other motherfuckers because that's true they they say that's the rumor the yeah. reputation at one point like they found three bodies and they thought it was his kids and they basically had to like he he stopped talking to anyone coming out of the cell or whatever for like however many weeks because he was worried that you know they was gonna be like we think you did it and kill him you know so like i don't think he was checking nobody for nothing you know but yeah that that shattered season one that's an amazing podcast so i know the one thing i definitely don't like about the prison system is um like if Can i put commentary just- oh, uh, listen we gotta go to commercial real quick niggas only let's talk about the prison system when we come back uh niggas only uh talking all that shit can't we all just get along at the red house furniture we We can can. at the red house i'm richard aka big head i work at the red house and i'm black i like pumping iron and pumping furniture into people's homes I'm Johnny, a.k.a. T-Engage. I work at the Red House and I'm white. I like deer hunting, bass fishing, and extending credit to all people. At the Red House. (laughs) I'm black and I love the Red House. I'm white and I love the Red House. I'm a black woman and I love the Red House. I am white and the Red House is for me. At the Red House. Look at the sofa. It's perfect for a black person or a white person. 
this mattress is perfect for a white person or a black person. At the Red House, <laughs> he almost forgot where to say it. Black yeah. people and white people buy furniture. <laughs> And Hispanic people too. And other ah. people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 12 might be my favorite. <laughs> At the Red House. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we back. Uh, so what were you saying about your so least favorite So fuck the thing? prison system and the man. <laughs> no, they all like if you got money on your commissary right like to buy snacks and shit like that like you legit could go buy you a four dollar honey bun and something could happen that somebody else calls you to get infractions because they did it to you everybody getting infractions kind of like how the nba get a text to everybody Mm -hmm. even if i'm walking away um yeah i lose all my honey buns and shit Mm -hmm. like no review they just snatch everything anything i got is confiscated and you got to start all over again yeah and that shit too expensive they found them with like a they what on the shattered they found like a shank or some no so they take wires and they strip them from the outlet mm-hmm. in your in the cell and they stick them in the toilet and it causes the water to heat up and they use that to like cook food and shit and so they cook food in the toilet um they found him hiding wires and he got in trouble for that and like even shit like like he hid the wires in the toilet roll by the by the <laughs> toilet and they found it like the shit the game is wild bro that's some good uh searching have you seen og the uh, movie with uh jeffrey wright while he in prison oh i haven't seen it yet nah it came out on uh, hbo yeah oh I okay shit HBO. i guess i gotta uh it's really good so you uh, did watch it yeah oh damn all right i gotta add that now I, I'm think what I watched this week. I watched some. Oh, I finished Daily Class, which is dope. I'm saving it. I it looked good. It's so good because it come on like that off channel sci-fi. Yes, it's so good. Hey, they sent me a, a little package. Like okay, um, because I tweeted about it, live tweeted it. They they was and they was like retweeting me and stuff. They was like shoot us your address. I sent them the business address, and I got it yesterday. It gave me like a graphic novel. Uh, one of those school flags like you hang on your wall that say daily class um and then like a pencil holder like pencil case holder that got daily class pencils and erasers and shit in it okay i plan on being watching it like this one yeah, thing definitely worth it you'll it's, love it it's that um uh it's there's so many shows i gotta be in watch because this um it's something on hulu uh not the talented but the damn it's the other show about the people the with superpowers. yes yeah, that's good too. I gotta finish that. Like it's so yeah. many. Oh yeah, yeah. It, well, I didn't mean to bring up shit that we not watching, but uh, <laughs> I hate I hate when we do that. Like it's like I ain't watch this. I ain't watch this. But the OG thing is really good with Jeffrey Wright. Like I really, it's it's like oh, did he go spend some time in prison? Mm-hmm. Like does he? Like he? I really felt like he immersed himself into that character. I mean, he's a great actor. He's so uh, I can imagine so underrated. Like right. he, I don't know why we don't appreciate him more. And then, uh, and also he's great on Twitter. I don't know if y'all follow him on Twitter. We, we follow each other. And, uh, what? <laughs> Look, it's like when I saw that fan in Target, uh, I think his name was Michael Kidd Girl Chris. Uh, I love it. And the whole time I was like, I hope you don't recognize me. You know what I mean? Like, I just kept my head down, looked at my phone, like, I hope this nigga don't bother me. Um, but yeah, so, uh, 
even like he's a cool dude on twitter too man like he actually like he's super woke he hate trump and he just stay on people's ass the whole time i was like he was doing this like i might have watched uh westworld season two if i knew <laughs> I would have known you was woke like this, bro. Now, now that's how Don Cheadle is on Twitter, too. Yeah. I love me some Don on Twitter. Yeah, he'll be too. When he got time, oh, he got time for everybody. Time. <laughs> he make the time. His interview on Deezus and Mero was funny as hell, too. On the Showtime one? Yeah. Uh, I got to see it. Yeah, he talked to, He ended it with... <laughs> man, I ain't going to spoil it. But I he think says knowing that they on demand, if it caused me not to be like, oh, I ain't got to watch it this week. Well, you know what I realized was um, the thing with Deezus and Mero that uh as a content creator them going once a week on showtime it changes a lot of what the show is yeah because when they were doing it four nights a week it's like they playing every video they following everybody's instagram so it's like if takashi 69 say something they they gonna have a response for it the next day they also took a lower caliber of guests this is no offense to the guests they had but the qualifications to be a guest when we doing four nights a week is a lot lower than when yeah. we doing one time a week you know oh bro that for, i think i saw the one where they had um ah uh, the guy the actor from uh meet the parents mm-hmm. uh that's because that's the first one i saw i can't think of his name now ben you know, stiller yeah ben stiller mm-hmm. like i was like oh they're getting they're getting the bins of hollywood I mean, now but well, they got don Cheadle on there they had right. you know they had alexandria ocasio cortez on the first episode but just for that being my first episode of watching yeah i was like oh they're getting bins now okay right I but, I'm, but I'm talking about just in general though <laughs> they made we, two chains do a performance <laughs> <laughs> when you do one show a week you can do that you know um more coordination more uh you got a bigger platform with showtime money yep. showtime money <laughs> so you can be like hey man um we only interviewing movie stars now we only interviewing people we know like <laughs> i listened to an interview they did on uh keep it and it was funny because these was like i don't do research on none of the guests <laughs> he's like i just they show up i just be like like they like they have producers that are like you want this package on like what they do a little blurb he's like no we'll just figure it out when they get there and so like if he know who the person is it's just because they that famous or whatever yeah and i'm like now he really don't have to do research because he gonna know who the people are (laughs) as opposed to what do you do you know what i'm saying because before it's like we got anyone with a book uh, that's a book author they got a book coming out we'll have you on the show you know local rappers we nobody's ever heard of right you from the bx so you know you you come on the show right and it's interesting too because uh also as a content producer being on the other side of the game like i didn't realize how much of the a racket the book thing is like we get so many books now that's just like so-and-so is writing a book they shoot us an email from a pr people i don't know how we got on this list by the way i didn't ask or whatever but you review they, i mean you review the books just before i'm reviewing the books because they send them to me it does not it's not the this is not but, chicken but from, egg. Start, but from start from start they they were the ones because i, cause I thought at first you read it was some book you was like y'all let's read this book just because it looked interesting no oh you thinking about the ratchet reading shit. yeah nah uh, that's not just i it's, know we didn't get on nobody list from that shit yeah you'd be surprised it's like but he reading books it may be comedy but he's reading the books okay if you say so bro i like i'm not saying i'm just like, saying i'm just saying listen we're talking about self-published amazon books that we're reading to make fun of you know what i'm saying the story i think that's a little bit different than the list we own now is like deray mckesson's book feminist jones book 
uh what's her name i want to get it right um nista j mara's book um i just got damon young very smart brothers okay i just got his book it's not even out yet I'm, I'm it's good too i'm just saying i could see you getting that list the same way that dude who was reading uh amorosa's book and for jokes and then now he like oh like they want him to read shit it's like and i know amorosa is different than like you said self-published but it's the fact that it's like oh this nigga's reading books and people like it yeah yeah i, I know what you're saying maybe and maybe that's it justin i'm not saying you're wrong it's just i just don't want to you me, to downplay I, what you're doing no 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 i mean well what i was gonna say is i didn't realize i realized the racket from the other end which is they basically these motherfuckers don't read these books like they basically send you a book and a press release and like this is like some blurbs of famous people saying how good the book is Mm -hmm. and then here is the talking points like they send you the talking points like ask them this question ask them about this chapter ask them about that and especially when you getting all these like read this book read this book you know three four times a month probably them niggas ain't got time to read that shit (laughs) so like that's probably why Jesus be like i will catch up with you when you show up like what is your book about what do you talk about who are you and while it's a big deal for the authors and shit to get in on those platforms it's also just a fact of we need the content four times a week they probably done with that like it's over for that shit like if you was just put a book out you're not getting on our show like can you make a movie are you an avenger before you probably could have hit jesus or mero in the dm on twitter right right (laughs) now it's like uh you better talk to my agent because i noticed they not on twitter as much like jesus Mm -hmm. used to tweet all All day yeah he slowed down on that but it made me like if he if they only doing one show a week now what else are they doing to like continue to grow i guess or stay popping uh for jesus and them yeah because before like you like you knew about them because they even though they was working four nights a week on vice they still was also on everything else like you would see them all the time was on radio twitter like they was trying to guest appear on other people's stuff like they really was out there working oh okay i didn't uh, know that to be seen because to me i I mean they had the podcast bodega boys and still the and still the podcast yeah they had the podcast which i think they still do um and when they was doing diesel and mirror i know the podcast sometimes they would take breaks and shit um but uh i I was gonna say i think they just most of that energy is the show now like they doing skits the pot i mean they still do the podcast now but i mean they doing skits that is true they did add some skits and they doing they was doing it already though seemed like no not like this like they got a green book skit like they filmed that shit they have writers now like a script they act they have a budget for hair pieces and (laughs) costumes like it's crazy bro like so that shit takes up more time like doing the show before probably took up a lot less time even with it being four days a week it's like because look dog as somebody that has filmed a little tv before the 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 magic of tv is so bullshit because like we filmed four or five episodes of an interview show in like two hours like we did you know what i'm saying like and then we like all right y'all edit that together good luck and that's it that's the day but with this shit it's not like it's four five days to to make this show that's only gonna happen one time that 30 we, minutes right <laughs> so they probably before was went from doing like four five interviews in a week like one day 
like eight let's say they stayed there for eight hours and did all the recording they were gonna do that day um or they would like the interview wise and yeah. then they probably record the uh, looking at video segment at daily you know like but how long can that really take and then that's it for the day like we out let's go you know but this shit is like you're not just doing a video now we're doing on the scene like we're gonna go out to a bodega and film us at the bodega we've been planning to skip months in advance boom i got you makes sense so yeah it's probably just more work now which sucks but you got a better product and they paying you for your work now 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 you getting paid like advice you, you was hustling for the right tricks. right like you don't gotta do all that shit i didn't know about them being on other people's podcasts though that, that's new to me now it do make me wonder uh can they smoke on set because advice they can do what they want to do i noticed they still had I alcohol 1000 percent know that they smoke on that set <laughs> don't ask me how i know but i know because mero still like he looked high but i was like did, did he just do that before he showed up at work <laughs> they high and they, they, it's not a it's not a, it's not a, a big secret they get high on set mero be like i'm popping zanny whatever i'm like bro, them niggas this. be looking so high <laughs> like it's crazy how high they be man like it's really like every week i'll be tuning in like i can't believe they still able to do this like i love it it's beautiful but god damn you high as fuck i know when we go to california i plan on trying like an edible or something nobody um, will smoke me out bro everywhere i've been nobody's offering me weed that's why i'm like am i famous I don't think so. I, Audrey has told me multiple times, you are getting high <laughs> when you come on mm-hmm. here. I'm like, eh, we'll see. I don't know. Depends on where I'm working at. Now, this job, I told them, like, yes, mm-hmm. uh, your boy, when I go, can I get in trouble for being high? Oh, you told them? Yeah, because I, like, Mistake. I, it's not, a, like, I, I checked, like, look, is this a problem? If I'm doing it where it's legal? Mm, I don't trust it. HR was like, I mean, technically, no, and this was before your boy at the gym even asked us about it. <laughs> this drug test he could never pass. I'm right back, niggas on. Oh girl, I know your secret. You dipping on me? Got that McNuggets loving? You went to McDonald's? It just ain't fair. Why can't you share your love with me? Nice song. Oh damn! Why did it end like that? <laughs> it's a half a uh, commercial. Yeah, that was terrible. They do that, uh, niggas only. Sometimes the commercials don't finish, y'all. <laughs> we go to the next. They commercial. pay all their money, so they only get half <laughs> of the uh, <laughs> commercial. This boy's too deep. You gotta turn it up. And when you pop the top, the panties drop. Is that Anaconda malt liquor? The only malt liquor to be approved by the United States government? That's right. <laughs> Anaconda malt liquor. Anaconda malt How many uh, niggas did they interview to get the deepest baritone they could? I don't know, but I'm just saying uh, that, that Diesel Demero, dog, it's a whole different product now. You know what I mean? Oh, also, I didn't watch the two-part I Was Raised by Monsters, Ayala. But, <laughs> but I did start that Gospel Queen. Leandria? Leandria! I, did, I got Praise like, him! 
<laughs> I got like 30 minutes into it. Man, she is a mess. <laughs> Bruh. Which part I found, I couldn't decide what I found the funniest. And y'all are having all the bottles of mimosas. I mean, not bottles, but bowls of mimosas she in the background. Said, you are putting this in your body every day, daily. Yeah. She was like, I still function. I don't see what the problem is. She was like, a drink before I pick up my kids? Of course. Like, <laughs> Who isn't doing that? And y'all love No, that, them bowls. I said, damn, that is a lot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, good grief. Every day, but I still function. I get up and go to work. I get up from 9 to 11. I said, you got kids. You should be earlier than that. <laughs> Sound like it should be a little earlier. School don't start at 9. But okay. So I get up at 9 to 11, and I'm fine. I'm fine. And then they showed them videos on Instagram. I said, you are not fine. <laughs> she wasn't wrong, though. Look, and look, and, and seeing the videos let you know the internet is for motherfucking ever because a pr person had been deleted the videos mm-hmm. or whoever friend bff i don't know what his i don't know what his title is it was like the only place she said church the only place you can go where you could get robbed and nobody called the police this <laughs> <laughs> you talking to your you talking to your audience right now you are a gospel single you can right. you not you not an r&b single right like you're not switching back and forth like al green mm-hmm. this is you disrespecting your fans right now what you, what, you, what else they playing your music <laughs> what I you doing boo boo i wanted the yonla to call her out on it why did yonla go out there quoting scripture to her though nah, I, so i didn't get to that part yet oh, I, okay. I stopped that um right when she made her talk to the picture of herself <laughs> she said i can't minister to myself and she said exactly Mm-hmm. i said damn Ayala. she said sit over there sit over there oh i like what she said uh she was like you know my brother died he got hit by a car she said i got it it got up and ran off i was like what are you doing she came back and said mm, church is bullshit fuck god or something like that she said you can't do this flipped it over to to gospel singer and this we're gonna decide if you want to do this or not god she the best don't you how can you you've been missing years of this i know man she's doing man, she doing but, I, people but i'm now. getting but i'm getting the peak uh, experience though i didn't have to go through all the the growing pains <laughs> with the rest of y'all folks where you get aggravated and mad every week like she clearly got she clearly got on-site staff that's helping her now like she's not just saying offensive shit left and right like she used to but i love the offensive shit i know you did you can't help yourself but for <laughs> me people with empathy and standards um <laughs> it, it bothers me to see somebody like in genuine pain and somebody else is fucking their life up that's how that's how she had me she had me hello yeah i know you can't help me <laughs> but i can so i for me personally uh so which one, niggas only we don't we don't we don't support which one of shit. the um management slash friends did you see i saw the man management so far the one that was like we used to be friends and her job when i got the job she was already under our management thing and ayala was low-key calling him out like yeah but if you was her real friend you'll be like fuck this management shit you need to stop okay i ain't gonna ruin the end part of what they conversation is yeah i can see something bad coming though like he think he he think he he think it's gonna go one way she, she got him yeah bro she got him feeling comfortable in the yeah, chair yeah, right yeah. now yeah i saw it. i said oh he got two because he relaxed pat, his posture changed right? right did you see the posture he, change? he leaned back like yeah i mean i'm a friend and you know i mean i'm like Mm-mm. 
you, you out here you the romans in the church over here you out here making this money yeah you, you the pharaohs out this Ooh, she's setting them up boy she's making set- this money off the pain i i uh, i mean i get not watching torture of the, the family yeah uh, but at the end when she called their mama a crackhead like it was it's not worth it to me it was at the two room. hours for that for one I joke like, i was like yana that's come on boo you had i was into this one being supportive just you get clinical session here and then you called their mama a crackhead for no reason and told them put you come hug yeah and two hours two hours time. two hours for one joke is not enough for me that, that's too much investment and then also like the uh the like the, her rough style like you can still see it coming through like the old Ayala time like you can tell they edit better now like <laughs> like if she say shit and I'll be like yeah they definitely took a break like <laughs> you know what I'm saying like they definitely was like oh time out time out time out Ayala can we talk to you real quick you can't call this woman a whore to her face okay Ayala she can't help it like Ayala everyone needs a break this everyone is my ministry I know love it okay but I see, but, I, but I guarantee compared to the first seasons I can feel the editing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, she'll ask a question, and then you could tell, like, they didn't actually put the direct answer the person gave to that question, but to a, to, like, to later on in the questioning line. Like, she'll be like, um, do you think you have an alcohol problem? And then she'll be like, uh, well, I mean, it's just a drink every, every day, every couple of days, you know, every once in a while. And she'll be like, no, that's not what I asked you. Do you think you have a problem? Because I know a lot of people that don't think they have a problem until they're sitting there in an AA meeting and they have to get up and they say, my name is Leandria, whatever name was. I am a alcoholic. And then they cut back to the woman and she clearly was not answering that question. Like she'll be like, well, I have drank a lot of alcohol. Yes. And I'm like, yeah, that, that wasn't what, what she's, that wasn't Ayala said that. And then she said that that was Ayala said that. And then some, something happened. And then they, I think they said, let's take a break. Let's take a break. You can't be calling That was an hour of Ayala going back and forth. Right. Beloved, <laughs> admit it. Admit it. You're a whore who drinks alcohol. Like, then it was like, take a break. Time out. Time out. Time out. Cut that out. So they didn't take a break on, well, they took a break, but they showed the break part with the family. Okay. When this boy had, um, uh, he went into one of his seizures or blackouts, mm-hmm. uh, in that other episode. Like they legit kept the cameras rolling and showed the other professional medics and other people come through. Yeah, I knew they had staff, bro. I, I'm sure because like it's just like I don't know what my guess is. Somebody got hip to like we ain't trying to get sued. Like we playing with people's lives, and that's why I have a style of Jesse Raphael. She oh, kept fucking with people. Oprah actually watched one of the episodes. Yeah, <laughs> that's all. Oprah was like, "Wait, she doing what?" <laughs> right. She's like, "Uh, we can't have even Doctor Phil don't do this. Get we her gotta stop this. Get her staff. Get all right." All right, niggas only. We're coming right back for the commercial break, getting some of y'all feedback from last week. Wait, what? This ain't even the real commercial. Uh, here, niggas only. We have technical difficulties. Hold on. Let me see if I can find the actual commercial that I was trying to click on. Because this is, uh, that well, was I'm terrible. A, I'm going to read to them a poem then that was, I was read the other day, and it, 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 struck, it struck me right here in the heart. Uh, I thought I don't I, think we need you to do that. I uh, thought I can. <laughs> like Exciting things are happening at Burger this? King. Welcome to Burger King. Oh, uh, what's in those new chicken snack wraps? What's in the new what's chicken? What's in the snack? new chicken wraps? Mary. Crispy chicken, fresh lettuce, three cheeses, fresh wraps, and wrapped up in the tasty flour tortilla. The new chicken snack wraps. 
Come and get it at Burger King. Come and get it, niggers. The only I'm definitely eating chicken today, okay? Niggas only, the only TV show, the only podcast sponsored by three chicken sponsors <laughs> in the same two hours, y'all. Uh let's get into y'all's feedback from last week. Guilt Bricks was the episode. Karen was here. Um CP eighty eight says what's good rod karen and justin i recently joined the gym with the court and i've been thinking about getting into some pickup games just to run around and get some skills never play organized ball but i'm tall and athletic can't dribble but i get some boards <laughs> i get some boards what's proper etiquette for pickup basketball i'm not trying to get clown well if you okay i can answer this can i give him the the first best okay advice? you go ahead go he's ahead. tall and athletic during shoot around just do a few dunks like one or two like every once every 10 minutes to let them see like oh he can dunk it right that's if you can dunk by the way you say tall athletic if you can if you coordinated the dunk then do that but if you're not coordinated don't 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 be out there missing dunks or looking ugly because <laughs> that's even worse than not dunking. yeah I, I, when, when you throw out the caveat of tall athletic that's a, to me that's a precursor for you should be able to dunk then if you say so uh, all right, so for me, this tall, all, this six, all five, six five and up, right? Tall. Okay. Here's my advice on uh, my universal advice: if you don't want to get clown for starting out trying to play basketball and you know you're not that good, uh, go to the court and watch them, and make sure you don't see no black people. <laughs> if it's not a lot of black people, then go ahead and play. If it's a lot of black people. Don't take your sorry ass out there thinking you're not gonna get clown. You gonna get clown because you gonna make mistakes. Like that's basketball. You get, you can't. You're not very. Uh, you say what? You can't shoot. You don't. You can't dribble. You can't rebound and block shots. Like it's just you gonna be big man. They gonna be telling you get in the paint. But our white people will clown him. Nah, they don't do it when we not around. That like we clown, so we don't. We we dilute the pool with our clowning, and we make everybody clown. But I've, I've I've watched I've watched white people play when when there's no niggas around. It's, it's totally different. It's totally different. They encourage yeah. Treat them like they treat their kids or the yeah. I don't know why. It's just totally different. Like it's like when you watch the YMCA basketball leagues with the kids, and you be like, these kids sorry as hell, and nobody mad. Like <laughs> coach not mad, kids not mad, did parents I, not did mad. Did I tell you about Jeremy coaching? Mm-mm. Uh, <laughs> tell you about that. We finished this email. Uh, Unless you want me to tell you, that was y'all. the end of that one. We got two more, but go ahead. So Jeremy been coaching uh, Junior's, uh, you know, YMCA basketball league. He right. coached, you know, the f- football. He had coached the soccer, um, but the basketball was different. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is, that's when his people came out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, and you big lip Negroes coming out there with your saggy pants, mad because your children not getting better at mm-hmm. basketball. Jim was like. I mean, they kids don't listen. What am I supposed to do? They Jeremy come ain't out, got no time for that. They come out there, it was like, they kids don't listen. They don't run the plays. We just out here having fun. Right? Mm. They parents legit be mad. He say he can hear them in the stands talking shit. I'm like, when are you going to cuss one of them out there? Like, that's the next step. Or, or let their kids sit on the bench the whole time. Mm. Like, since your daddy don't know how to act, <clears> come <throat> sit on the sideline. We get we get one of these kids in here that uh, parents know how to act, but... He legit been having to um keep his composure while people in the stands. People get crazy about their kids. I did the score one time at the YMCA because they didn't have a scorekeeper. 
and you gotta keep track of fouls the clock and the score it's work dog it's a lot yeah and i'm making 750 an hour i'm not supposed to be doing this shit and i didn't go to scorekeeping school and bro i made like two mistakes them motherfucking parents on my ass hey 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 it is 62 to 63 oh also the clock not like <clears throat> i could put 63 in and just hit enter like it's like you gotta hit stop plus two points uh plus enter score enter <laughs> make this shit super complicated. It's- right i'm like why is this shit so hard why can't i just hit plus one and don't fuck up it'd be like oh no i actually put three points when it should have been two i gotta stop the clock and put the whole score back in through the special means and whatever i'm like yo there should be an app for this i can connect through wi-fi and bruh, a keyboard clock. and a laptop <laughs> i can type in the score 64 there you go <laughs> yep. why is it so hard why is it so hard i was so mad bro how many fouls does number five have i don't fucking know <laughs> who cares where your assistant at that, that kid still eats his boogers who gives a fuck <laughs> let him play as long as he wants. y'all gotta leave in an hour bro they mad at jeremy that their kid is not getting better i'm like but they supposed to be practicing with him at home that's they, right like you said these six and seven year olds they not this not a private one-on-one uh you know gym time this is you show up to the game to be good at the game already right this is so, ridiculous man i was like man this i'm glad i hadn't been to the games yet because mm-hmm. i i don't know that i could deal with you yelling at my little brother mm-hmm. about the fucking job he need to be doing with your whack ass kid you know and what you i'm definitely, saying definitely yeah you definitely not the type <laughs> Yeah, I'm not gonna sit there and hold my tongue on that. Yeah. Like he, Jeremy got all the patience in the world. Yeah, I, that's why I said I don't know how he hasn't yet. Cause who yeah, the fuck like, you talking I, to? Like I don't want to coach nobody's kids. I don't trust anybody that wants to hang out with other people's kids. But um, I'm definitely the type that could do the job. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause I like I'm not gonna just immediately get defensive with you walking up on me. I'm gonna give you a second to calm down and figure it out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You need that because like them parents be crazy about their kids, man and it's easy to snap like hey man you see i'm out here trying there's nine fucking kids on this team and i'm trying to and now i'm cussing you out in front of some kids <laughs> right you know what i'm saying so you know and, somebody gotta think about the kids i uh, and i did coach jeremy and them team once when mm-hmm. they was kids and i knew then oh this is not for me right <laughs> right i don't got the patience for it y'all don't y'all don't listen just right. do what y'all want just go ahead y'all not trying to win i thought i thought y'all was trying to win y'all talked all that shit in practice mm-hmm. i thought y'all was trying to win clearly y'all not uh let's get to the next one jamel scorpio writes in what's up rod and daniel caesar oh daniel caesar why but wanted what to did s- daniel caesar do daniel caesar came out and talked real bad about black people because he's friends with that white girl yes jules um and oh did you catch me outside girl nah yes jules is another white girl with a big ass that um does promotion work for oh. hip-hop acts and she uh also has a history of like just overstepping her bounds with black people she had a shirt that said can I, she had a thing that said nigga a shirt that said something like niggas be lying and she was like can i wear this shirt to the festival tomorrow ha 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 on twitter and she got roasted because people was like what's wrong with you and then she done wrote shit about black women be hate me and they see me getting black men and all this type of shit so she got a bad history so everything she do kind of causes an uproar within twitter and so i guess daniel caesar is either friends of her or knows her or something so he went on uh instagram and talked shit about uh black people being too sensitive they think they could cancel everybody well cancel me then make me broke motherfucker and all this shit and then um deray mckesson actually hit him up 
and called him and then went on twitter was like i caught this daniel he's learning he's going da 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 then this nigga daniel went back on twitter was like nah fuck that shit you niggas i ain't learned nothing <laughs> i ain't learning a goddamn thing i was like this is why i don't help people because now you got deray out here looking stupid trying to help and yeah. i would have just let you drive on your own like hey well, well I, was they friends before is that why he did it i don't i never know well you never know who friends on this this internet shit is wild bro you don't know who friends and who doing shit for pop you know like just the branding um i mean i would i don't have a reason to suspect it not friends if he felt maybe he just felt i have his number in my pocket and if i wish somebody would reach out to me whenever i'm going through things and whatever happened it did not work out well so that's why he said daniel caesar um mm-hmm. i'm just surprised not surprised but so many niggas is willing to just like sacrifice they cultural capital for this girl i don't get it like i don't know she white with a fat ass but like it's so many white women that got fat asses it, that that won't give you that won't have you out here looking stupid you know what i mean i don't know not even they girl nah she just a white girl with a fat ass like, like i can see caping for your woman you know what I'm yeah saying? like i'm in love this my woman <clears throat> i don't get it man like and i guess it's just not for me to get it's, it is people out there that just don't fuck with her and they also let people know um i didn't know but i guess ebro is one of those people i was just a fire star they brought up him uh joe button is one of those people although that that could be about that's really more about their personal beef that's not really about him thinking she like he didn't start that culture vulture shit until after she couldn't get him he wanted to return some jeans or some shit mm-hmm. and she wouldn't vouch for him so like i'm like yeah that's not necessarily the same as you know trying to keep her out the game on some on some just why, just why the did, right thing to why do Joe Button need somebody to vouch for him? don't get me started on that so all that shit to say um daniel caesar decided that that was uh that was the way he wanted to basically shit on all black people behind that and i still don't get i, I just don't get the appeal of that woman like that maybe i gotta be in the, the circles of music that understand like maybe she's that powerful or that friendly i don't know if you're a big booty white woman, uh, write into the show and try to convince Rod uh, don't why do he should. No, don't do that. Don't. Nah. Because then I'm going to be out here like Daniel Caesar talking about <laughs> you blacks and ruining my whole life. That's what got Tobias. I'm, I'm scared of big booty white women, man. If they got that kind of power over niggas and make them ruin their careers, I don't want them around me. Like, what? That's, that's, that's a thing? <laughs> that's a side effect? No, thank you. Um just wanted to say thank you for crime town season two suggesting i'm only five episodes in i came in ready for the kill patrick stuff but that sh- shit but shit i was not ready for all that shit about detroit stress unit yes yeah, stress that was the name of them and their liam neeson policing approach bruh they was blowing niggas away <laughs> a lot always good to hear pregame and even greater with queen karen is with y'all peace thank you tps is right karen did up that insurance policy mm-hmm she did up that insurance policy but i know who to, i know who to go after uh i could never do that to karen i'm sorry i would just be like karen enjoy your life he he was holding you back mm-hmm. enjoy the money like wow. i don't <laughs> you don't do it because it's only. or fashionable you do it because you love it there's beauty in its simplicity when it's time to refuel make the same choice Watermelon provides hydration, vitamins, and, well, it's delicious. It's surprising how the simplest things can be so good for you. 
niggas only we back uh ready to do the last uh comment from last week um fireworks says rise and grind we are grinding we have risen uh thank god it's friday happy spring i listened to the the walking dead recap with justin i want to say audrey's episode was like the warriors blowing out the knicks by 40 i'm saying <laughs> while justin's recap was like that jimmy butler game winning shot versus boston where he stared at the rim for 30 minutes but nah justin did a good job quick question about the walking dead how much long y'all think need gonna be the john Gotti or the z pocket stay in jail i think if if the last two episodes they have a massacre of people i feel like they gotta let negan out the and, and tell him to go kill some people oh that um the what's the little white girl name? She Judith. Judith. Judith gonna get him out. Yep. And then y'all still is she still gonna be your fave? Judith gonna get him out the legal way too. She gonna argue the adults into doing it. They gonna be like, we can't let him out. She gonna be like, we let you out, and they gonna be like, fuck, go let him out. Yep. Like is Judith gonna be the one to get him out. And if y'all hate Negan like y'all say y'all did just just a year ago, I mean I don't know what he's done in your hearts to change your mind, but. Y'all got to be mad at Judith, right? Y'all cool. Y'all mad at Henry, but cool with Judah. I don't get it. Uh, just finish. Now, keep in mind, I don't fuck with Judah, so. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> I'm just saying, but you keep it consistent. I want y'all to come on over to my side. You know what I'm saying? I just <laughs> like the consistency. I, I don't care about what side you on. It's just more like if Judith and Henry talk the same shit, I don't see how one of them gets a pass and the other one does it. Like, she a little white girl it's cool she's cuter i will say she's cuter right henry gotta be you gotta be cute you he up in handsome stage now uh i mean out here trying to fuck you know what i'm saying i like bet if he was in a japanese boy band motherfuckers would be like cool with him <laughs> just finished russian doll and it was pretty good oh i saw russian doll it was so good but the star who also is from orange is the new black her character reminded me of her in orange minus the jail jumpsuit well i don't watch orange is the new black so it was dope for me all new but it's eight episodes, 25 minutes each, so it's a quick watch. I also checked out Turn Up Charlie, which is a British show that stars are created by Idris Elba. Another quick watch. Notice she didn't say it was good. Yeah, I was going to say, I've seen some some of uh, Idris' British shows. Mm-hmm. Even Turk turned it. Turk will watch anything Idris. I heard Luther was great. That's the one y'all didn't mm-hmm. like. Turk didn't like it. Damn. Well, that's terrible. <laughs> Did you see it? You say you heard it was great. I just heard. I haven't seen it yet. I mean, yeah. I heard it was great from a bunch of people. I just assumed it was great. Yeah, Turk didn't like it. So okay. Like, four or five episodes in, Turk was like, yeah, I'm good. Mm. I'm good. Love the show as always. I'm caught up with the free shows, too, after my vacation. And Justin, it was nice in Trinidad. Shit, the weather was heaven compared to NYC, which is hell. Enjoy the weekend. Fireworks. Trinidad, okay. Trinidad, James. <laughs> That's dope. Uh, so fireworks. Uh, give me a good spot in NC and NYC to like a good restaurant, cause you know I I just made a little BBQ in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me a hot fire, you know, spot you like to go to, and they got some like real good food, but it's also not gonna break the bank, mm. as NYC is known to do. Um. Uh, also, too, I was looking at your body butt over there. Because mm-hmm. I had put mine on again. And I was like, you know, I really do like the body butter feel over the regular lotion. It, it has like a different feel. Maybe it's just mentally because of how I look at it in the container. Do you recognize the difference when you use it? Body butter and lotion? Versus like the lotion that uh, maybe the same exact thing, just the body butter. I feel like body butter feels thicker to me. 
Like, I like it. I like it better on my skin. Mm, I guess it depends, cause you know I have a few pumpkin spice um, uh, lotions and body butters and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think I like, like I like this type of body butter more than the this type of body butter, the thick, the real thick kind. Okay. See, I like that one better. You like this one better. I think I like that one better. I can tell the difference. Yeah, I definitely can tell the difference. But I don't know. But I wasn't sure if it was in my head, like, oh, I'm, I'm, because I like it better. I'm making myself think it's mm-hmm. different. Like, oh, this is better just because I just um like that fragrance better, maybe. Mm-hmm. Or if it really was a difference. You know, how sometimes you can convince yourself of something just because you automatically like it better. Right. Um, I don't know. I guess. Uh, I think. I mean, I definitely can tell the difference, but I don't feel like one is better than the other. Oh, okay. You know, so I, I guess that probably wasn't much help, but <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I know you probably had that segment planned out to go. I didn't. I, I when I saw down. it, I just it made me think about it this morning. Like, oh, that's what I put on today, and I liked it better. That was very random. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Oh, niggas only. We get into some news on niggas only. Uh, talking about talking about news. Out the bed, and it looks as though Major Taylor is making a go for it. He's working hard, coming up on third. He's really stepping on it. Taylor pushing first, saving. There's little going to the world Major Taylor raced all over the world in search of a true right. He never found one. What's your wild rabbit? Hennessy, never stop, never settle. Niggas only brought to you by Hennessy, and we are back with some news. We got a couple articles to get into. Um, Ray J's tech company Raycon hits ten million dollars in sales in less than a year. Well, ever since he got um, rid of the APT, Princess Love just leveled his game up, didn't she? I was gonna say ever since he copyrighted Princess's name. <laughs> um, I feel like he really stepped his game up. But good for him. Good for her, too. Because right. she didn't sign that prenup, right? Nope. She yeah. didn't. Good for her. Yep, because it's still half hers no matter what. So, but, yeah, good for him, man. $10 million. Who would have thought? That boy make money. I never would have thought Randy's uh, little brother whatever. 38-year-old singer <laughs> and love of hip-hop Hollywood star. Turned to the tech space back in 2017, launching Raytronics. They initially sold scooters and smart watches primarily. They since expanded to earbuds. I see you, Ray J. I, I wonder which earbuds he got. How come they never talk about him being a self-made millionaire? Uh, you get distracted with some of the other things. If you oh, okay. <laughs> and, and I'm sure it's all stemmed from when he was like kicking out police car windows, mm-hmm. stuff like that. They like, yo. Yeah, he they got was- interviewed about it uh, too in a, a magazine called Grit. I'm surprised it wasn't called Grits, but uh, he got interviewed in a magazine, and he said, 
it feels amazing amazing we're so proud of how far we come in such a short amount of time <laughs> i knew that company would do well because i believe so much in the products but i have to say that the success has been overwhelming so far we have a great team assembled and we get things done our customers are happy so we're happy that's so that's so generic that could be about anything now is his mama still the manager or did he go somewhere else probably his mama's still the manager good for her because she don't get enough credit like you know she mm-hmm. took them two little nigglets out the hood one of them just struggle braids that never changed and and look mm-hmm. at them now right like they can get away with murder someone need to make a um <laughs> someone need to make a, a movie about her let will smith play her <laughs> you know uh i'd rather give all the roles to either letting me dangles or vet nicole brown either one of them okay that's cool that's cool either, either one of them they they my fave local charlotte news it's about privilege mecklenburg sheriff riding tickets in a wealthy area causes backlash <laughs> how y'all like it white folks yo do you, yo i wish you had the audio of when he before he actually um was running for office and he was like and this is what the fuck i'm doing when i get to be sheriff it's like i'm counseling some of these other programs and it's gonna be different residents in cornelius oh he went out to cornelius dog that's where the white folks move when they got a little money <laughs> they don't want to live in charlotte they want their kids to go to the good white schools uh they were surprised last month on a sunday afternoon to see a dozen mecklenburg county sheriff's office deputies writing tickets on jetton road speed limit on jetton which uh leads to wealthy lakeside neighborhoods like Pen- peninsula where homes routinely fetch more than a million dollars it's 35 miles per hour in two hours, Debbie is ticketed 21 drivers going more than 10 miles an hour over the speed limit. <laughs> Woo, pay the fine. They got the money. Pay the fine. What right. you mad about? You ain't got the fine? <laughs> They're like, well, I ain't never. They are stopping us like a bunch of niggers. <laughs> Yo, I bet that process is so humiliating for them. And I hope the officer still is coming to the car door in the window with his hand on the gun mm-hmm, just in case you know what i mean like i still want to get the full experience now you right. can't just give them part of the experience you got to give them the whole thing now sir now uh, now uh, uh, license and registration slowly <laughs> why did i pull you over a uh, license and registration right ma'am <laughs> right listen boy don't make me get you out the car why i oh what you doing chance what you doing chance uh, sir please <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm feeling a little trigger happy <laughs> feeling, feeling like i'm in danger yo and i know they didn't immediately put the window down and they had to tap on the window mm-hmm. i hope they used a little flashlight to do it mm-hmm. <laughs> you know as they want to do right you know what i'm saying <laughs> right you know your headlight is out because it's about to be out you don't act right uh but yeah man that's crazy i wonder how many white people be driving dirty and shit you know black people man i'm, I'm scared to drive dirty like you, my, my license is tags all my shit straight if all you, the time if you've never had your registration out for at least a at least a good month i don't know that uh, i could really trust you as a black person mm-hmm. <laughs> at least once in your life you know what i'm saying bro but see the thing for me is like it's always out of like the second i had enough money to make sure that was never a problem i i said it's never gonna be a problem for me again but did you have it happen is what i'm saying yeah when i was younger that's but, all i'm saying but i'm right right i know what you're saying but i'm just saying like that's such a bad measurement 
it's sad just sad man <laughs> you know what i mean it's sad because that shit really is playing with your life <laughs> and sometimes it takes getting a little older to realize that it really was playing with it, your it, life it wasn't worth it nah it never was worth like i'm gonna say okay i'm gonna wait three months and then like every day of them three months they could have just decided to end your motherfucking life it's, it wouldn't have been nothing nobody could say it's about over it. a 30 dollar registration right a, a, a 30 dollar inspection the worst is when you have it and you don't do it that's some young nigga shit so for me it was always the car just not going past this inspection and mm-hmm. i've had that like the car and you know so it's this thing too i did not know about at the time because you know they wasn't the best informant but if you get the car and it's not passing for whatever reason and you attempt to get it fixed and it still don't pass mm-hmm. you can get a waiver yeah and don't have to worry about like not having the official um, registration they'll give you a waiver for a year a lot of people don't know that and, and that's it like a lot of people just be like well shit i got it fixed it still ain't passing. we welcome the great citizens of cornelius to welcome our returning citizens for jobs and i'll have we'll come back to say we present these men and women to you so when, if you're truly concerned about your county and your city and your town roads let's work together and not stage this again please I, I I I think this is a stage event. I must be honest with you. Because it was a welcome. They came last time, but you asked me to come back again. And let me make sure you do not have the ability to make me mad because I have to serve each and every one of you no matter what. And I took that oath. And I'm proud of that oath. And I'm proud of my men and women. If we <laughs> He came ready. We have to come oh. back again. We will announce it again. But if they speed, we will continue to write the tickets. We are a law enforcement agency. I will protect each and every one of you as long as I have this job. You have to understand that. You can ask me all the questions, but what if I ask you the questions? <laughs> How would that go? Is it really- How would that go? The system really is on trial. This? Is it really about this? Is it really about this? Or is it about privilege? Mm. is it about privilege let's think about it we all we all danced around it already it's about privilege it's about privilege it's an african-american sheriff making differences in this city and county i wasn't welcomed here i was brought here so you can ask me questions tonight but i'm still not mad you know why because i have to serve each and every one of you and i welcome you each and one of you down to 700 East 4th Street, but we can have these conversations so I can better educate each and every one of you so we won't have these conversations so we can have these things. But we have to look at it as this. If it was another road, would I get that many questions? Does anybody know how many murders in your county? Mm. It's 27 murders. Are we concerned about that? (laughs) What about it? Are we concerned about domestic violence? Have you asked my officer why are we serving papers on that road? No. We haven't asked that. <laughs> are we concerned about that? So we're concerned about the number tickets. of speeders, aren't we? On a certain road, in a certain side of the city. What message are we really sending? What message have you sent your sheriff? Your sheriff. Because I'm still elected by the citizens of Mecklenburg County. <laughs> like it or not, I have to serve you for a while. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Just shaking the table. Woo! He has been a spicy bitch. <laughs> he came up there and said, "Let's talk about it." Woo. Listen, y'all want to talk? I want to talk too. Sassy. 
Ooh, he was sassy. He said, we should all get to talking. <laughs> I would like to talk as well. He's having a murder show got up here. Y'all call book. me up here for this bullshit? Y'all, y'all say you're a little town? How many murders y'all got? 27. Right? Y'all, y'all out here speeding all over the damn place. How about this domestic violence y'all got going on up here? Some of y'all beating on each other. We got the serve papers. You want to talk about that? Anybody want to? Got, I got the time. I don't put on my good suit. <laughs> y'all brought me over here for this. Let's talk then. Right. Or come to my house. You want to come to the jail? <laughs> Yo, he, gave, he legit gave the address of the Gary courthouse. Gary McFadden said, come to the courthouse and see me. <laughs> Bro, I love how he said protect these white people, but he said like a threat. He said, no, my job is to protect you. And I'm going to do it. I'm going to protect I'm gonna y'all. I'm going to be up here all the time. I'm going to be up here protecting and serving y'all motherfuckers, whether you like it or not. He basically said, since you want me up here, I'm here. And I'm going to keep coming up here now. He said, I wasn't, invo- I wasn't invited here. I was brought here. Okay? Y'all y'all made me come down. Y'all made me put on my good suit hey. to come down here and tell you white people to calm the fuck down. I guarantee you each one of them officers got a mandate of... Next time we come up here, show up with less than 20 tickets if you want to. He said, <laughs> right. He said, because, so because. So because I did my job, it's going to be problems. Because I did my job. I last time I checked, this is my part of my job. But if I was in another part of town, if I was over there on the west side, <laughs> right? I feel like I wouldn't have got called to come down to no meeting. Right, if I, like we supposed to be taxing the poor with these with the police, like Cause, Ferguson, because he's saying, "Think of the audacity that one of you, one of you people, mm-hmm. call somebody that knows somebody else that maybe knows somebody that work with me, mm-hmm. and requested that I come down and speak with y'all on your time, mm-hmm. not my time, but your time." Right. Mm-mm. Mm-mm, baby I'm, I'm gonna keep coming now since you invited me i'm welcome right <laughs> oh, y'all man. said this y'all y'all the ones that wanted this to happen i didn't start set this meeting don't, y'all said the meeting don't speed right slow down i love you because this is the same community that will be in all the news articles talking about i mean they did have marijuana marijuana in the system when the cops shot them I mean, they did have this, right? It's all of a sudden, mm-hmm. follow the rules, follow the law. But when they are upheld to that same standard, what you, y'all you doing? You 50 and you're 24. <laughs> you came down there ready to, ready to talk that shit. So your town really ain't that cute. Right. It's kind of dusty. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you your hands are even. You need to be dealing with this cold ass shit that your, that your former governor thought had y'all back. But really, y'all got these cancer uh, issues going on down there. I mean, your looks ain't going to get you paid. <laughs> So shit. like, you know, what y'all gonna do about that? They the reason we got this goddamn toll coming on I seventy seven, and it ain't been fixed in mm-hmm. uh over ten years that they begged and begged for, and then when they finally got it, they was like, oh wait, mm-hmm. we don't want to pay for that. <laughs> y'all wow. mean y'all gonna charge us? I thought it was coming out of other people winning. So, bro, that was so beautiful. Like I was like, look at him serving court on these motherfuckers, dog. <laughs> That's right, niggas only, man. We're going to commercial real quick. We'll come right back. Wait, is this just 
are they never gonna talk hold on i don't think they talk i don't think they talk on this commercial but gary mcfadden is a motherfucking legend here already because he was like look we we not cooperating with ice mm-hmm. if we not helping the police arrest people in our courthouse or in our jail like no nah, that's not ice ain't do y'all job do, right. your, do your own investigative work and find out who's here or who's not supposed to be here niggas only let's go back to to the oh commercial. my gosh it's so big i've seen bigger Oh really? For a dollar ninety-nine? It's iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> you get a just a really tight close-up of that. Yes. There you go. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> okay, this was like a lot of outtakes, but not the actual commercial. What is happening here? So I get for trying to go to white people commercials. <laughs> <sighs> All right, we'll just. No, but Gary McFadden is Fadden is a legend out here. He doing what we wanted Jennifer Roberts to do, and she wouldn't. And when she was our former mayor, I mean, he, she he is black, so she she be at all the black spots. She, now, yeah. unlike unlike Kwame, she still ride around a little. <laughs> Niggas only going to commercial for real. You get six wings a side and a biscuit. Ooh, that means it's good. Well, Cajun Smokehouse has inspired me. Is this hickory and pecan smoke? I thought it was pecan. 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 Either way, it's delicious. Couldn't have done it better ourselves. Everything okay back there? Mm, real good. Hurry in for my new $5 Smokehouse boneless wings. Order your Cajun turkey today. Love that chicken and Popeyes. Niggas only. Alright, um, that should be everything for the pregame. We can go ahead and get in the balls deep. Unless you have anything else to bring up, Justin. Uh, just one thing that other guy that wrote in was a CB. You said? Let's say that. Uh, other thing is, uh, go shoot around in the gym. I see Jackie. Jackie be posting videos of him practicing, getting that work done in the gym. Not just working out, but shooting ball, getting ready. So, at least spend one day of shooting around. Don't just show up. That's a good point uh go shoot around uh and work on yourself okay don't don't just stop it like i lifted some weights today and you don't have to go in there and just play ball you can't go in there and practice and you know kind of do some moves and stuff like that on your own shoot over some chairs as we always see people doing. <laughs> apparently that's supposed to make you good at basketball um, yeah, we should start scamming people kids and doing basketball clinics because we saw chance over there saturday i think them his kids though they just no. white it was a uh hispanic kid that came through and he was over there apparently nah that's what he was there with a the black dude it's a it's a black dude that's his coat that's like that worked with him I, I seen him last week but they the same like they doing the same thing okay i'm just saying it's not them kids are like chance's kids like i don't know if that, she had those kids before he met that girl or what but them like his kids <laughs> it's always the same couple kids oh okay yeah uh and that other kid he he's not jimmy really. was over there joking him jimmy really? was like jimmy at the end jim was like look man look, i know you paid for that coaching over there but let me show you some things oh because he not teaching you what you Damn. need to be learning that kid was all right though i don't know man people be hard on kids kid was all right to me the kid was like 17 no way 16. yeah because jimmy asked him well it's not gonna happen for him that's fine <laughs> he's 17 that's why not the end he's of the still world paying for independent coaching like that though so people pay for <laughs> people pay for all kinds of shit they're not gonna use it's all good it's a lesson in life all right we'll be back uh let's wrap this up 